I didn't realize how much better this would sound. It sounds so much better with these. Absolutely. When we started, I was like, nah, we don't really need fancy equipment. We'll just kind of wing it. That's what I thought. I was like, it records on the computer. We don't need anything. Yeah. But I think this makes a difference. Yeah. We have microphones, you guys. Guys, it's official. We got mics. There's two audio tracks. Not just one. So hopefully we don't have to sit around the computer now. We don't have to both kind of huddle. Yeah. We're not sitting uncomfortably close, like (laughs) over the computer, just hoping that you can hear us. It's official. We're laid back. We're not even in the same room, honestly. I think Catherine's downstairs. I'm under your bed. (laughs) (laughs) See, that could be a possibility, though, you guys. That, That could be real. You never know. But yeah, now we can. I feel like I could walk so far. Yeah. I could pace the room if I'm really into a topic and it's really just, oh my gosh, you know. (laughs) As soon as you start pacing the room while you talk about research, I'm going to probably find you somebody to talk to who (laughs) may or may not classify you as schizophrenic. It's... I was just listening to how schizophrenic people are usually diagnosed. It's kind of like your brain grows every seven years and I'm not going to do the best job of describing this. schizophrenic people or everybody? People... People who have schizophrenia, because your brain grows every seven years, that's why sometimes it's caught like around when people are 21 oh. or 28. You know, it's kind of like those seven-year increments. And that's weird. It ha- it plays in somehow, and I I listened to it briefly on another podcast. but That's wild. Seven-year increments are really common for human um, development because I know the same thing happens with your taste buds. Your taste buds kind of recalibrate every seven years. Is that because of your brain? Holy shit. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if they're tied together. (laughs) You just put that together to me. Um, But yeah, your taste buds change every seven years and I really noticed it and can attest to it because as soon as I turned 21, like literally a few days after I turned 21, I was like, wait, can I have some of your beer? And I had truthfully mom and dad I had never had a sip of beer until that moment because I was just like it looks gross I don't want it and I I'm lying I did have a sip (laughs) but I didn't like it so I never had more than one sip right and And then suddenly I was craving it after I turned 21 craving it that's really fair because I feel like my pre-21 uh when I did drink it was very much sweet wine mm. and hard ciders so which not real currently <laughs> uh, really hurt my brain yeah and my taste buds yeah i really like if it's too sweet i'm like i can't do this like yeah. what is this crap that you're giving me exactly if i want to drink sugar water i will go get a gatorade i'm not about to do this to get to get drunk yeah i'd rather have a root beer than a hard cider sometimes <laughs> I was going to say to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, watch out. Catherine's got I'm, a root beer. I'm trying really hard not to say the F word because people I respect. Listen to this. Who? Me? No. <laughs> <laughs> I say the F word to you 12 times per day multiplied by 12. So that's a lot. Wow. That was I'm a lot of math. Just, 144 times a day. I don't know. Quick math, man. 144. I knew my multiplication tables. Those were a pain. <laughs> were they? No, not really. <laughs> no, you know, 
kids these days learn these new ways of doing math. Oh my god. That is absolutely absurd because I had a coworker who showed me completely stresses me out. Wh- I'm like why are you putting all this extra work? It's very simple and it's like the the kids will get in trouble if they don't do the process. Mm-hmm. And I'm like but this process is really dumb. Honestly, if you learn math in any way, like it, I don't think it matters how you get to the answer. Yeah, it's teaching people to, like, you can only get the correct answer if you follow a certain formula. And that might not be true. In some, in some cases, you do need a formula. But 2 plus 2 is 4. You don't need to do some weird table to figure that out. You don't need to make basic math so difficult that you just can't do it outright. Which makes me think that the American education system is kind of sabotaging kids so that they are not as smart as other countries. And makes me think that they just want the younger generation to fail so that they can take control and be powerful and be kind of a dictatorship because everybody's too stupid to revolt. But that's just... This feels like a little bit of a lead into our topic. Um, (laughs) It might be. That's why I was like, I was sitting here side grinning at her while I said all that. Um, It's kind of a, what would you call it, Catherine? Hmm, let me think. Um, what's the word? Is it maybe uh, conspiracy theories? I think it's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that is just so absolutely random. How wild that we were both thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess our topic for this week? It's conspiracy theories. Yes, absolutely yeah. confirmed. Not a conspiracy. It's the topic. I, you were looking at me as if we should both say it at the same time. And I no. was like, I don't know what's coming. I, every time we say things at the same time and I sit here and I edit, I'm like, oh, why do we do that? I was hoping you were going to say conspiracy theory at the same time. I'm sorry. Do you want to do it now? No. <laughs> I've been let down once. I can't do it I'm twice. I'm sorry. Also, I just want to say when you laugh really loudly, the light on your microphone turns red. Oh my God. It's telling me to stop. <laughs> I don't... I guess I should point my little light towards you so you can tell me when I'm being too loud. It doesn't matter. Hey, this is Discovery Chat. Welcome. That's Kay. And that's Kat. And we're here to teach you some stuff. And today... It's going to be conspiracy theories. Yeah, we're really excited about this topic. I love conspiracy theories personally. Yeah, and I... I like them. Okay, wow. No, I don't... (laughs) I don't think I love them the way you do. That's... That's fair. But I'm very interested in them, nonetheless. Yeah, we... We love conspiracy theories in my household. I just love a good story. I love that people come up with these things and people really believe them. Absolutely. And sometimes sometimes it's like, okay, I can see how that might be the case. But other times, these things are wacky. I'm fascinated by anything that people put their heart and soul into with no proof or explanation just blanket that over whatever you want i was gonna say something and i was like yep i'm yep. just gonna this is a family podcast anyway. also family the b- g- given your multiplication <laughs> table of how many times you say the f word i don't think this is a family podcast no. if timmy's in the car please directly eject him from the back passenger seat um he doesn't need to hear any of this save his young mind yeah, he's better ejected from a car. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm clearly not much of a model figure here. So let's just teach people some stuff because clearly we're very, very qualified to we do We clearly that. don't have kids, so. No, God, no. Yeah, you know, let's, let's jump right in, you guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm so excited 
that we have microphones right now. This is so much more legit and so much more fancy and exciting. The sound is just so much clearer and we're actually at the same volume now because we're yeah. not different distances and yeah. our, you know, our tones or whatever. Absolutely. Now we're at the same place. Yeah, exactly. And I'm I'm really excited even though this is going to be a bitch to edit later. It's going to be so worth it. It'll be, it'll be good. good. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, I don't know. I was like, just because we have microphones doesn't mean you get to whisper. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in. This has been um, Catherine's Creepy Voices time. I honestly think I'm going to sit around this weekend and just plug this into my computer and make creepy voices oh and God, do karaoke yeah. on my computer. Absolutely. I encourage that. When I first got this microphone, I got mine a little bit before hers and none of my roommates were home. I legitimately sat up here and sang karaoke all by myself and not Amazing. like just really fun lighthearted I sang like hallelujah oh, and uh yes Adele and then I sprinkled in some ABBA dancing queen just Obviously. to bring it back up just to keep my spirits high sorry we're being really really chatty also I forgot to tell you this oh boy my friend Sarah who lives in Colorado mm-hmm shout out to sarah hi Yay, i love you hi thanks for letting me sleep at your house she said that she loves the podcast and Yay. she listens to it when she drives around for work oh. and to keep up the chattiness oh she likes the chat she likes it she was like it makes me feel like you're nearby which just totally melted my heart and now oh. we're gonna chit chat away this so if is you all don't for you. like it you obviously don't love us as much as sarah so hi sarah <laughs> But no, really, let's get into some research. Let's do it. All right. So we're going to do it. I'm going to set up some foundational stuff. As always. And then Kay's going to jump in with her conspiracy theory of choice. Yeah. And then I'm going to jump in with mine. And we're just going to tell each other about these conspiracy theories. So. And you guys are going to listen. All right. So conspiracy theories in general are not necessarily bad, according to psychologists who study them. Well, I would have never classified them as bad. I wouldn't, I, I guess they can have a negative connotation, but I, I don't, think they're creative. Yeah. You know, the, the human mind wanders. I'm proud of people who come up with these things. Cause I'm like, I never would have thought that they, they just connect dots that I would never think to connect. I'm very trusting apparently. Well, that it's funny because one of the psychologists, he said, if we were all completely trusting, it would not be good for survival. Sometimes people really don't have our best intentions in mind. Absolutely not. <laughs> I didn't mean to to say that so vehemently. Um, I love it. I just feel that way. It's true. It's true, though. I, you know, we have to question certain things and we can't take everything that we hear as being the end all be all. Yes, 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 Once yes, again, yes. furiously nodding while you speak. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> the most widely appealing conspiracy theories are the ones that allow a person to insert their own villain of choice. So conspiracy theories around the assassination of JFK are so popular in part because they allow believers to blame the corrupt on whichever power they most fear. So like the U.S. Ooh. government and the associated agencies like the CIA or the former Soviet Union and Cuba that type of thing you get to make your own narrative like you were kind of saying absolutely I really appreciate that and I think it's important in this day and age where there is just an overload of information and everybody has an opinion and everybody has a story and it's important to let everybody's be heard and be known and just let everybody think for themselves absolutely we do not live in whatever year people couldn't do that pretty sure that's North Korea 
Well, I didn't want to call anybody out. Cut it. I, <laughs> I know we don't have listeners in North Korea because they are not allowed to listen to little white girls who say the F word. No. But, ooh, did I give away too many personal details? Did people know I was white? <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. You what do I your, sound like? You yeah, Well, in the test giving episode, we talked about our heritage. Yeah. So that's true. People in North Korea are not allowed to listen to little Cherokee and Scandinavian mixed girls talk about things and say the F word. They probably hate me because I'm up in Italy. Absolutely. They do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We should cut that whole part out. Absolutely. <laughs> I would. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's important. So conspiracy theories are healthy. Yes. Freedom of speech is important and a vital role in our society today. Yes, yes, yes. Most conspiracy theories will come and go, and it's hard to get more than 25% of the population to believe any particular one. Why is that? Because they come and go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I (laughs) I think the relevancy of certain things kind of times out. So, you know, like the JFK assassination, I think after a certain time, it sort of wears off very, and and this is a sad comparison, but similarly to natural disasters, suddenly it's, you know, all the news is on it, people are thinking about it, donating, and then, you know, after a month, it kind of fades away to other things that are happening, and although that event still happened and is still very real, people's minds aren't on it as much. Absolutely. That's definitely a thing, because... You know, I think a lot of kids younger than us have no concern or even knowledge of JFK. Yeah, or even more recently, 9-11. Yeah, for sure. A lot sure. of kids nowadays that are growing up, they were born the same year that it happened. Or, or they after. weren't even born. Exactly. My little sister. Was my mind. She, she was born after? Mm-hmm. She was born in um, 2002, and she just doesn't have the same connection to that. That's crazy. Catastrophe that maybe a lot of us do, mm-hmm. which honestly is how we probably feel about stuff like JFK because we weren't alive. We didn't. Right. Everything has a, a shelf life, including tragedy. So yeah, relevant. And then one last thing I wanted to share. So they did an experiment. Some researchers took two groups of participants and gave one group an article about anti-vaccine conspiracy theories, such as the idea that pharmaceutical companies fake the safety and efficiency data for inoculations because the shots make so much money. And then the other group did not read the article. And so all of the participants were then asked to think about being a parent of a three-year-old and asked if they would vaccinate the child against Mm. a fictional disease. And the participants who had read the anti-vaccine conspiracy literature showed that they were less likely to intend to have the child inoculated. Wow. That's, so. that's some heavy, that's a heavy fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how anybody else other than me feels about anti-vaxxers. I'm not going to go into it, but it's just, that's a very big psychological, like, it, that's a... I don't have words. It it kind of makes sense as to why anti-vaxxers believe what they believe because they've read so much conspiracy theories. Exactly. And so that is when they become unhealthy is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And I think we'd all agree with that. Well, I don't know. I don't agree with anti-vaxxers. I think people need vaccines for certain things. When it affects your own health or the health of your family, uh, I think that's when it's going a little too far. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That's a good little intro little bit of little tidbits i appreciate that sprinkle onto the um ice cream sundae that is conspiracy theories side note i hate sprinkles what i just this is not the time nor the place Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) maybe next episode when we talk 
about ice cream sundaes and sprinkles and jemmies, which I recently realized is a racist term. Super racist. I didn't oh, yeah. know. And I'm from the South, so I've never used that term. I've only said sprinkles. I only heard that term when I went to school in New England. I never heard it growing up. People in the Northeast say it. Which is like really weird. Absolutely. It's just, uh, we don't need to talk about that either. No. Like I said, not the time nor the place, Catherine. We'll dive into sprinkles another episode. <laughs> We'll do, you'll be the pro and I'll be the con. <laughs> Why sprinkles are good. Why they're bad. Um, what about Angela's cat? What about that cat? Oh, way to tie it into the office. I Get love it. that. I love it. <laughs> Prinkles. <laughs> All right. Conspiracies. Mm-hmm. She already knows mine. That's why she's being so coy right now. Uh- <laughs> um. So this week, my conspiracy theory as if we do them every week, is (laughs) is the very infamous to us Americans, the conspiracy theory of the moon landing. Yes. The moon landing back in 1969. If we want to get specific, it was July 20th, 1969. Oh, right after uh, 4th of July. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. America. Um, And for those of you who don't know, this was with the astronaut Neil Armstrong, who very ironically i didn't tell you this uh, what we, sh- we share a birthday neil armstrong and i he's the only famous person who has my birthday august 5th whoa not the same year <laughs> if that's not clear <laughs> god would you guys be so god, shocked to learn i'm old like, are you I'm, I'm like a freaking 60 70 year old woman over here just you have great skin for being that old if that was the truth oh my god thank you we're so giggly. We're like stand-up comics with these mics. Somebody stop us. We could go perform. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody no, would show we up. We should go to karaoke sometime, though. No. All right. I don't karaoke unless I'm by myself singing hallelujah in my bedroom <laughs> at two in the morning after about five vodkas. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean five bottles, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, well, you just no. come and watch me and tell me I sound good, okay? Absolutely, I'm great at that. Oh, perfect. You drink, I sing. Oh, perfect. Ooh. All right, we've got to go do that right now. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Conspiracy. Moon landing. Yeah, on July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon. This was around 9.30 a.m. via the Apollo 11 spaceship. Spaceship. Is that what they're called? Spaceship. Spacecrafts. Would they call it the shuttle? I don't. Space shuttle. Is that what it is? I don't know. I know. That sounds better than spaceship. The um, car that goes into the sky. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, just to preface, or we're not prefacing, we're in it. Hold on, let me do some ASMR right now. Yikes. And we're back. We're here. So, a major line of conspiracy theory says that it was staged and filmed by Stanley Kubrick. Oh. Not sure who that is personally, but film he's, dude. he's a film dude. Exactly. Yeah. So, doubters say that the U.S. government, desperate to beat the Russians in the space race, which we all know was a big thing in the 60s, mm-hmm. and that kind of came from JFK, Yeah, who said that we were going to be the first nation on the moon. Because mm-hmm. um, it's made of cheese. <laughs> exactly. And we need our cheese. Yep. Um, but doubters say that it was faked. The lunar landings were fake, um, both with Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. And this was done on a secret film set, which is located, depending on the theory, 
either high in the Hollywood Hills or deep within Area 51, which is a huge trend lately that I don't enjoy. But um, <laughs> Area 51. Yeah, I'm not. Oh. I'm not a fan. I love it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love this stuff. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but with the photos and videos of the Apollo missions only available through NASA, there's no independent verification that the lunar landings were anything but a hoax. Mm-hmm. So it's so specific to NASA and it's so privy to NASA that there's nobody out there to be like, well, that's not true. Because right. NASA has controlled this story so much. So there's film of Buzz Aldrin planting and waving the American flag on the moon. And critics say that this itself proves that it was not in space. The flag's movement specifically clearly shows that there is presence of wind, which is impossible in a vacuous state that would, in essence, occur on the moon. Yeah. NASA says that Aldrin was twisting the flagpole to get the moon soil, to, to dig into the moon soil, excuse me. And this is what caused the flag to move. And never mind that the astronauts have brought back hundreds of independently verified moon rocks. This is just another thing that's like, mm, really? But like, how can they verify moon rocks if we've never been to the moon? It, but apparently we have. I don't know. It's just, it's a big old thing. Question mark if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're here. Yeah. Um, so theorists have even suggested that the filmmaker, Stanley Kubrick, may have helped NASA fake the first lunar landing given that the 1968 film note 1968 a year before 1969 mm-hmm. when the moon landing quote-unquote happened right it was called um 2001 a space odyssey yeah it, it proves that the technology existed back then to artificially create a space-like set mm. so if they could make it in a movie why not make it happen in real life and right. broadcast it to thousands of americans especially with the money from nasa behind it oh exactly and i'm gonna get into that later just how much they got just how much they got to fund this mission and this program oh as a whole people claim that some or all elements of the apollo program and the associated moon landing were hoaxes possibly with the aid of other organizations the most notable claim is that six crewed landings from 1969 and 1972 were faked and that 12 Apollo astronauts did not actually walk on the moon. Various groups and individuals have made claims since the mid-70s that NASA and others knowingly misled the public into believing that the landings happened by manufacturing, tampering with, and or destroying evidence. Evidence including photos, tapes, radio, and TV transmissions, as well as the moon rock samples that I mentioned a minute ago. Wait, did they destroyed them? Yeah. That's sketchy. Manu- manufacturing, tampering, or destroying with all of those things that I just listed. Oh my gosh. That's kind of a lot of shit. It's a little Sh- bit much there, NASA. <laughs> Should probably not do that. Um, <laughs> so there were three astronauts who died in a fire while testing equipment for the first moon mission. And those were astronauts Grissom, White, and Chafee. And people believed that they were actually executed by the U.S. government. Oh my gosh. Who feared they were about to disclose the truth. about the fact that it was fake and that they were not actually testing or doing like it was fake they Mm -hmm. knew the set they knew what was going on they knew all about stanley kubrick so uh, people think that they just freaking got rid of them that's pretty wild very wild 
But these conspiracists have managed to sustain public interest in their theories for more than 40 years, despite the rebuttals and third-party evidence. So opinion polls taken in various locations at various times have shown that up to 20% of Americans, 25% of Britons, and 28% of Russians believe that the crude landings were fake. Complete. That's like, that's not a shit ton of people, but it's enough people. To be you fair, know. I question it. I do. <laughs> after all of this stuff that I read... You're not going to vaccinate your kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> but no, I have lots of questions about the moon. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So many questions. about mm-hmm. the moon. Um, But even as of late 2001, the Fox Television Network documentary called Conspiracy Theory, Did We Land on the Moon? Claimed that NASA faked the first landing in 1969 to win the space race. And I'm not saying we should all trust Fox, but it, it for a major news network at that time... 2001 to say those things is kind of like it's just kind of a red flag you Mm -hmm. know it's not set in stone anything there was a lot of motivation for the united states to engage the soviet union in a space race and it can be traced all the way back to the cold war landing on the moon was viewed as a national and technological accomplishment that would generate worldwide acclaim as we all know from the things that jfk said what he famously stated in 1962 that they chose to go because it was so hard because it was such a challenge that was really why they wanted to accomplish that Mm -hmm. but conspiracy theorists claim that nasa faked the landings to avoid humiliation and to ensure that it continued to be funded because i told you i would mention money earlier nasa raised about 30 billion dollars what to go to the moon 30 billion that's a that that's a payday if I've ever seen one. Yeah. But a man named Casing claimed in his book that this could have been used to pay off a lot of people, since most conspiracists believe that sending men to the moon was impossible at the time. They argue that landings had to be faked to f- fulfill Kennedy's 1961 goal, and before this decade was over, a landing of a man on the moon and returning safely to earth would be done. And that was worth that $30 million, excuse me, $30 billion. Mm-hmm. Because in fact, NASA accounted for the cost of Apollo to the U S Congress in 73, that it actually totaled about 25.4 billion. Oh, wow. Not 30 billion. So just to do some quick math for you there, mm-hmm. that is $4.6 billion that is not accounted for whatsoever. Perhaps it went to the film industry? Perhaps it went somewhere that nobody is telling us about. Mm -hmm. And also, I just want to just mention inflation and conversions. Like, back in the 60s and 70s, billions of dollars was so much more today. It was a heck ton, you guys. That's so much. That's an appalling amount of money. Back then, and especially now. Oh, gosh. I could only imagine if I had a billion (laughs) dollars. I can't. Hmm. I cannot because I have much, much less. Maybe $2. (laughs) But anyways, the American Patriot Friends Network claimed in 2009, claimed in 2009 that the landings helped the United States government distract public attention from the unpopular Vietnam War. We've all heard Mm. many stories from our grandparents and veterans and various sources how unpopular the Vietnam War was. So crude landings suddenly ended about the same time that the United States had pulled out of the war. And in fact, the ending of the landings was not sudden. Um, The war was one of the several federal budgeted items with which NASA had to compete. And NASA's budget peaked in 66 and then fell 
by about 42 percent by the Whoa. year 1972 which is almost half that's that's a significant drop absolutely significant and the reason was that the final flights were cut along with plans for even more ambitious follow-up programs such as permanent space stationed and crew flights to mars which Ooh. as we all know mars is still like a little bit of uncharted ter- territory these days yeah that's pretty crazy we've sent rovers and such but there's definitely not a crewed flight being sent to mars at this time i would not go there Um, heck no someone else can go there first i'm gonna go to the moon and eat some cheese yeah i they definitely don't have cheese on mars or even cows or even cows (laughs) or even i was gonna say water but apparently that's a thing i don't know yeah it and it should be because it's not here because it's not this planet So that was kind of the general conspiracy information for the moon landing. I want to dive a little bit deeper into the photos itself, the photo and the video Yes, um, that were provided to the American citizens to show them that this happened and that it was real. So in some photos, the crosshairs appear to be behind objects and the cameras were fitted with a special plate that would make it impossible for any photographed object to appear in front of the grid. Conspiracists often use this evidence to suggest that objects were pasted over the photographs and hence obscure to the photo itself. I'm not a camera person. I can't fully attest to what that means, (laughs) but it's sketchy. (laughs) Sketchy as fuck. Yeah. What stood out to me is that the quality of the photographs were implausibly high. Mm -hmm. For 1969, first of all, 1969 there was not great photo technology let's be real it's not what it was today absolutely not and kind of jumping into my next topic or my next point to make people say that the radiation from this part of space Mm -hmm. would have completely disintegrated the cameras and the film oh and just everything up there is not fit for the technology that we supposedly sent up to that right if that it's area. not in some type of protective exactly you know, casing or whatever exactly the film just straight up wouldn't have survived which i thought was just that that was one of the points that kind of flipped me and was like all right this shit's fake like there's no way right there's absolutely no way but to be a little bit more elementary and realistic there are no stars in those photos the apollo 11 astronauts stated in post-mission press conferences that they do not remember seeing any stars. Which I think, if we can see stars from here, why wouldn't you be able to see them all the way up there? That's the thing. And there's no light pollution on the moon. Exactly. Exactly. So So that's a little bit sketchy, too. But conspiracists contend that NASA chose not to put the stars into the photos because astronomers would have been able to use them to determine whether or not the photos were taken from the Earth or the Moon, and this was just a means of identifying them and comparing the celestial position to what would be expected, Oh, whether here or there. So that was just kind of them saving their own butts. Um, hi, NASA. Thanks for listening. <laughs> hi. <laughs> People also argue that the angle and the color of the shadows were inconsistent, and it suggests that artificial lights were used. Oh. Very important in a faked moon landing. Yeah. There were also identical backgrounds in photos that, according to the captions, were taken miles apart. This suggests that a painted background was used. 
Oh. Because if they're identical, it might have been fake. That doesn't sound real. Yeah, the moon isn't just, you know, a copy-paste all over the surface. Absolutely not. Not how that works. It's not, apparently. The number of photos that were taken is also implausibly high. Up to one photo per 50 seconds was taken. One photo per 15, 50 seconds. So about, if we're going to break it down, a photo a minute. And this is apparently too high for both the radiation and the amount of, um, like, film and, right, you know, all of those photo things. All those pick things. The photos contain certain artifacts that are too seemingly close to things that are on the earth like rocks in the ground yeah it's just a little bit too close for comfort there also appear to be hot spots in some photos that took a large spotlight used in place of the sun so they also not only did they fake the moon landing they tried to fake the sun (laughs) which is like come on nasa get over yourself man you can't fake the fucking sun yeah who do you think you are so past the photo itself the logistics the astronauts could not have survived the trip because of the exposure to radiation, just like I mentioned with the photos. Mm-hmm. If the film couldn't survive, why the fuck would people survive? <laughs> I'm just being real. Why would people survive if photos couldn't? That's just ludicrous. But the footprints on the moon are also very unexpectedly well-preserved, despite the lack of moisture up there. I mean, if they're... Yeah. You got to think about sand on a beach... If there's no moisture and it's all just kind of fluffy, floaty material, the footprints aren't going to stick the way that you would like them to and the way that they were so significantly defined in these photos and videos of Neil and Buzz on the moon. That just doesn't make any sense factually. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's another big point. And yeah, basically the conspiracy is the alleged moon landings used either a soundstage or were filmed outside in a remote desert with the astronauts either using harnesses or slow motion photography oh to God, make it, it was look harnesses. like they were on the moon. Or they could have had moon shoes on. Did you ever have those growing up? Fuck no. We did. <laughs> they were awesome. You little Cali kids with your moon <laughs> shoes. We were like, we're on the moon. Us country bumpkins out here in North Carolina didn't even know there was a moon. <laughs> Mama said that big old star in the sky was grandma looking down on us. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) I think that's the best thing you've ever said. (laughs) Great. Well, that concludes my research. Thanks for sticking it out with me. Oh, I'm crying. Um, that was really good. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so very welcome. I really like that. I love the moon landing conspiracy theory. It's one of, it's, I feel like one of the OG conspiracy theories that For I sure. have kind of had. Absolutely. And I was really excited to do it just because me and Neil Armstrong have the same birthday. That's it. I'm very excited to hear about what you researched because (laughs) you've been telling me for the past week how much you love your research and how excited you are to tell me about it. And I can't wait to hear. I'm so excited. I have known about this conspiracy for a while. Yay. But I have never really looked too deep into it as deep as I've gotten this research round. So 
let me tell you a little bit about lizard people. Oh, shit. Yeah. Lizard people. Lizard people. What is that? Who are they? Tell me more right okay. now, please. Uh, one Mr. David Icke. Okay. So he's an English professor and then a new age philosopher and one of the most prominent theorists in the lizard people game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it, it's, oh, it just gets better. So he's written over 20 books and has numerous DVDs and lectured in over 25 countries about this topic. That's quite of a lot of places. Yeah. He must be smart. Well... Um, So so yeah, in 1990, Ike was a BBC television sports presenter and a spokesman for the Green Party when, he says, a psychic told him that he had been placed on Earth for a purpose and would begin to receive messages from the spiritual world. The following year, he announced that he was a, quote, son of the Godhead, end quote, and that the world would soon be devastated by tidal waves and earthquakes, a prediction he repeated on the BBC's primetime show, Wogan, I think it's pronounced. Uh, and then the show turned him from a respected household name into something, into somebody who received widespread public ridicule. Yikes. So he went from kind of your average Joe, worked at a media station to yeah. being ridiculed by that same media station. Can you describe my face right now? Like- <laughs> It's it's a oh, what? <laughs> I, I'm like okay I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so Ike believes that the universe is made up of vibrational energy and consists of an infinite number of dimensions that share the same space. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And so the way that the lizard people play in, he believes that an interdimensional race of reptilian beings called the Archons or the Anunnaki, which mm. Anunnaki is a group of deities who appear in the mythological traditions of the ancient Sumerians, um, Assyrians, Babylonians, for example. So he believes they have hijacked the earth and that a genetically modified human archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians, also known as the Babylonian Brotherhood, the Illuminati, or the Elite. Good Lord. Uh, Yeah. uh, Manipulated global events to keep humans in constant fear so that they can feed off of the negative energy this creates. Wow. Sounds pretty believable, right? It sounds like I just knew it was going on my entire life <laughs> yeah, henceforth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was there. Me too. My, Me. What was his name? <laughs> David Ike. David Ike. Could you imagine if his name was Mike Ike? <laughs> I, that's what I was literally about to say. <laughs> And you knew it. (laughs) Yes. So one of his quotes that I'll read says, When you get back into the ancient world, you find this recurring theme of a union between a non-human race and the humans, creating a hybrid race. From 1998, I started coming across people who told me they had seen people change into non-human form. It's an age-old phenomenon known as shape-shifting. The basic form is like a scaly humanoid with reptilian 
rather than humanoid eyes. What the hell? So that's what he said. Oh my god! <laughs> and what uh, did you tell me his educational background at all? He was a did professor. Con- you said that, so he must have a PhD. He, he's a smart dude, and did. Good lord. You know, he seemed put together until he started thinking about lizard people. I mean, that's what happens to everyone, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit, let's let's dive into this lizard people race. Please who, do. Let's get to know them. Who are lizard people? The who's of who's in lizard world. Yes. Tell me the best one and the worst one. Well, okay. I'm just <laughs> you, you do what you're going to tell me. Oh, I'm going to tell you people, but I'm going to describe them a little bit. Okay, great. So... Lizard people are cold-blooded humanoid reptilians who have the power to shapeshift into human form. Ugh, as we just know. whenever they want. Uh, w- just w- like yeah, gotta go get carrots at the grocery store. <laughs> Gonna be Jeffrey today. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's what they do, and they make that sound too. I looked into it. Just cool, kidding. cool. Um, <laughs> There's a SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> so he claims I even claims that the lizards are being secret societies like Freemasons and the Illuminati. So he thinks that a lot of these lizard people have actually infiltrated or created these organizations and are in such major power roles across the world that they are controlling us. Across the world is in, like, the president. The... So let me tell you a couple people who oh God. Um, they believe are lizard people. Do it, please. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, my God. Are you joking? That's... All right. Keep going. George W. Bush. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Henry Kissinger. Don't know who that is. I know the name. I don't know who it is. Uh, Bill and Hillary Clinton. They're just two reptilianoids who found each other. Well, now that you mention it. Yeah. And uh, Bob Hope. Do we know who Bob Hope is? Do you not? No. Oh. He's a lizard person. That's why. I'm cool with that. So how many people believe in lizard people? Well, back in April of 2013, public policy polling conducted a poll about conspiracy theories where 4% of Americans believed in lizard people. And 4%. An- 4%. But then another 7% were unsure. <laughs> More people were unsure about lizard people than were sure of them. Uh, so that's a pretty big percentage. That's 11% of the population were unsure or sure of lizard people. That's a... I mean... Yes. So that means 89% of people know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Such as us. I mean, I have not heard the whole story and I might develop some very strong opinions by the time you're done. Thank you very much. And according to the same place that did that poll, the public policy polling survey, around 12 million people in the U.S. believe that interstellar lizards in people suits rule our country. (laughs) Um, And... I now they do. I don't know if that's fully true. There was also a note on these polls that said public policy polling is a serious outlet, but it's also known for some trolley polls. Trolley polls or trolley polls? So these results have been taken with a grain of salt. Yeah, kind of like with the Netflix episode where 14% of people thought that Netflix cheating was uh, as bad as an affair. 
It's like, who's really, who's taking it seriously here? Who's going that far? And who is the outlier? Yeah. Who is a liar? So what do lizard people want, you ask? Mm-hmm. World domination. <laughs> of course. But of course. <laughs> Jesus, what what else would you want? Just like some extra fries at McDonald's or a little extra freak walk at Chipotle? Look, they just want a world. They just want to, you know, dominate our world. It's not that big of a deal, guys. They just want to hang out. Yeah. And so where do they come from is also, you know, a big question. So they've supposedly been here since ancient times, according Mm. to Ike. But of course. Right. So they are thought to primarily come from the constellation Draco. though Like Malfoy? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Though there are some theories that reptoids come from other systems like Sirius and Orion too. Basically, they're aliens. Oh, but of course. Mm -hmm. And Draco is, of course, a constellation that allegedly is shaped like a dragon or with the Latin name Draconem. It means huge serpent. Kind of like lizard. Uh. (laughs) Um, Makes sense. Yeah, it's the eighth largest um, constellation. The first thing you've said that makes sense in the past 20, 30 minutes. Well, get ready because it just gets better. (laughs) so ike believers say that lizard people have been visiting earth since ancient times and breeding with humans which results in more lizard people and more humans with the potential to be lizard people yuck we all have that potential in us oh no (laughs) so the question now now that we know who told us who revealed lizard people to us and where they came from and what they want now the question you're probably asking me is, Catherine, how can we spot a lizard person? Oh, yeah. You're right. That was the only question I had on my mind. You're like, you know, now that I know all this stuff. Who, what, when, where? What signs can I look for to get a to get a little, you know, inside scoop? I'd also like to know what to do once I find one. Is this like a take them to the Humane Society, report them to my local police? Do I keep them as a pet? Okay, there's nothing you can do. Do I simply respect them and treat them as a friend and invite them out for a beer? Honestly, if it were me and I knew that they were going for world domination, I'd probably want to get on their side. Absolutely. Especially if they were cool with that. Let's take a scrapbooking class, maybe a wine and design. Let's just form that bond. We can paint the constellation that they're from let's start a podcast um what i'm sorry it just felt like a really fun example of how to i swear to god if you're a lizard person and you don't tell me that's so rude (laughs) well i'm aiming for world domination so of course i'm not going to tell you you just have to guess and take me to drink wine and paint a picture of a sunset that's all all right i'll take those you're safe after that that's it safe after that i can handle it (laughs) The characteristics that come along with a lizard person are predominance of green or hazel eyes that change color like a chameleon or blue eyes, which you have. Catherine, my eyes change colors. Oh my God. Have I ever told you that? I think you have. When I wake up in the morning, my eyes are bright green. By the middle of the day, they're blue. When I cry, they're bright teal. And every other, like, kind of in-between time, they're gray. Which is not uncommon for people as pasty as me. 
but like mm-hmm. my eyes changed colors really hardcore and side note my grandfather his eyes would change color from brown to blue to green with his moods all right so it sounds like you have, you have it in your uh blood bloodline goodbye um so true red <laughs> or reddish hair is another sign i don't have red hair well that's one thing you don't have lucky Jeez. do you have low blood pressure no, there's a lot of high blood pressure in my family. Okay, so that's one of them. Keen sight or hearing? I am blind as a motherfucking bat. Okay. And I can't hear a word you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> He's selling chocolate? <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> so, she okay. Was an alien. So, so far, now I'm feeling a little bit better, but you really freaked me out at first. You should feel fine. ESP. UFO connections. Nope. Love of space and science. Eh, aside from that moon landing story, I'm really not that interested. Okay, I feel better. <laughs> Piercing eyes. A sense of not belonging to the human race. Well, now that you mention it. <laughs> How about this? Do you feel deep compassion for fate of mankind? For the fate of mankind? No. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve this shit. Psychic abilities. Well, I do read tarot. Mm. Unexplained scars on your body. Capability to disrupt electrical appliances. Mm-mm, my microwave always works when I want it to. <laughs> and then alien contacts is the other sign. So I thought it would be fun as a little end of my session to go through this list and talk about some of the public figures that they believe to be serpent people, like lizard people, and why. Okay, let's start off with somebody I really like. Mm. Barack Obama. <gasps> what about Michelle? They might. She might be a human, he might be a serpent, and they might be like procreating the other. And then, so like Malia and Sasha might be like- I was about to say. Serpent people. They're such darling little girls. I love them. They're adults now, but whatever. I know. Now they're all grown up. It's kind of crazy. It's very crazy. We grew up with them. Okay, so Barack. (laughs) So his eyes. Yes, his eyes are usually not blue or green, but he can maybe change them. So you know. How do you know? Who knows that? He can maybe change them. So maybe. You know, that's what this website says. He can also maybe do a lot of things we don't know about. Fair. So that was a little invalid. Um, According to his doctors, Obama has low blood pressure. Are you? That is a blatant lie. Barack Obama has got to have the highest blood pressure out of any human being. Maybe since after presidency, he hasn't. Well, after presidency, he's chilling. But during presidency, we've all seen the before and after photos. Which that is true. My man was stressed out. Yeah, but that you know, according to his doctors. Well, whatever. Uh, he also doesn't wear glasses or a hearing aid. But I think that's mostly because he's not like sixty-five. That's a lot of people who don't do that. The Washington Post called him compassion in chief. So that means he has compassion for the human race. And he even, that even his teleprompter sometimes breaks. So that's the electrical part. Interesting. That, uh, so basically he's reptilian according to this. Fair. Should we go to Mitt Romney? Oh, please do. Please go to Mitt Romney. Let's do it. That man's a weirdo. So he does have the eye characteristics, and he also has piercing eyes that are also so clear. Absolutely he does. He is, like I just said, 
A complete weirdo. Yeah. The doctors signed off on his blood pressure. According to the New Yorker, Romney is indeed psychic. Because <laughs> the New Yorker would know. Yeah. Jesus. Romney, um, with science, they, I don't know why in this article, but they say he is a noted arborist. Like so, trees? Yeah. That doesn't have anything to do with fucking aliens. Science, though. Okay. Love science, I guess. Sure. So the verdict on that one was Romney's a reptilian. Good conclusion. That is a lot of great research. Those are a handful of them from this very funny Atlantic article that I read. But they, I enjoy that. You know, they did take into consideration a couple things, and it was per David Icke's classification of how to identify they stayed on brand they did they did uh their research so yeah that is um lizard people feel free to believe or don't believe or become one or you're already one (laughs) (laughs) that's great thank you Catherine. i'm glad you like that that. was that was such interesting and or stupid information that I yeah sometimes when either one of us get done talking I'm just like I don't know if anybody needed to know that on their way to work I feel like we started with a much more rational conspiracy theory like the moon landing maybe it was just a fake video I, I, I still don't know how I feel about it I'm leaning more towards fake but yeah I I don't know if the moon landing was like a rational conspiracy theory but it definitely had a lot of concrete evidence that it could be fake it had a lot more legs than lizard people (laughs) (laughs) which is fine i think we need a little bit of both here on the discovery chat you know we need to explore every avenue when it comes to different topics of course and we i like to think we do a good job of that i think we do i think so too oh oh. (laughs) so that was um conspiracy theories Yes, it was. In their, in all their glory. Mm-hmm. Catherine did a great job of introducing that and rounding it off. And I did a mediocre job in the middle. You did fantastic. Oh, my God. Thank you. I love hearing Thank about the you. moon. Oh, my gosh. You're welcome. You're, ah, we're so sweet here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so cherished. You are. Put you on a pedestal. What if Jesus was a lizard person? What if Jesus was the original lizard person because Mary wasn't, you know, by... That's tune in next week on the Discovery Chat to hear all the reasons Jesus was a lot of things we don't know about. We're just gonna talk about a lizard. <laughs> Lizards and Jesus. <laughs> Lizards and Jesus. I sound like a kid in the fourth grade who has so many interests and they're just <laughs> they're very concentrated in too few areas. I would I would have loved if back when I was single, if I came across like a Tinder profile that just said Lizards and Jesus. Wow. Could you imagine? We could fake a, a profile right now and make that could, we could find someone or we could be that someone. Are you suggesting we catfish? I think I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> we have lured a poor man into our clutches to speak about reptilians and his savior. We're going to make sure that he is in fact a believer of our Lord and savior serpent christ i don't i don't have to say it right we're cutting all of this out <laughs> we're just gonna cut it all out I love it so much. 
Like, I need to just chop down a version of this episode for just us. I would actually really like that. And I would absolutely do it. Because <laughs> I'm already editing so much. It's like, there. what's the... Where's the line? There is no line. No. All right, friends. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, we really enjoyed having another episode with you sitting around and chatting yes maybe we should have mentioned in the first episode you should have a drink and listen to this because we'll sound so much more fun i think so i think so too i wholeheartedly agree with the fact that you need alcohol to tolerate us i think i sound better and smarter and sing prettier when i've had a just a you know just a little sip of something just to just to calm the nerves honestly me too and you guys are just beside yourself if you think I haven't done that before every episode. Absolutely foolish. We we enjoy our leisure time together. We enjoy our leisure time. We enjoy a beverage. We like to chat and we especially like to discover. So oh, heck yeah. So that's what we're here doing. Catherine, you want to plug our social like we do at the end of every episode? Uh yeah, I would very much love to do that. <laughs> so we have Facebook, which is Discovery Chat. We have Twitter, which is disco chat we have instagram which is discovery chat and of course to put the cherry on top we have our website which is the discovery chat.com the the discovery chat.com discovery chat we're not discovery chat.com we're not a dating site absolutely not but if you want to try to find a fan and date them on the discovery chat.com we don't guarantee that either but if you both email us your profiles maybe we'll link you up i would love to facilitate that absolutely mostly because we're bored and nobody emails us what are you guys doing send us an email just say hi i know it's you know i know it feels dorky because you probably sit next to us at work but just like give us a little bit of support i sent Kay an e-card yesterday oh she really did and it was so nice yeah it was, was really fun there was a chameleon on it it was it, and it said made me smile there are are a chameleon reasons why i love you and then she said nice things yeah and it just filled my heart with so much joy so yeah don't be afraid to reach out if you know us if you don't it doesn't matter we would love the interaction on any one of those platforms you will literally make our week no we will talk about it for years to come you'll get so many shout outs definitely so if maybe if you want to keep it on the low low you shouldn't do it but, but <laughs> Just kidding. We respect privacy here on the Discovery Chat. We'll just give your first, last name, and social security number. Yeah, nothing more. Maybe uh-uh. even your pet's name so they can hack your, your accounts, too. Yeah, just just for that. Just the simple stuff. Well, it's just just the way it is. It doesn't. We care about our fans here on the Discovery Chat. We really do. That's all we're saying. Mm-hmm. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much. It's been a lot of fun, like it always is. Yes, it has. This is the Disco Girls signing off. Bye. Bye. (laughs) All right. Turn it off.